0: and welcome to another episode of Remember When with Diona Doherty, a podcast where I, Diona Doherty, funnily enough, ask my guests to remember when something happened in pop culture history that had some sort of effect on them. Before we get into today's podcast, a wee bit of housekeeping. No, it's not really housekeeping. Housekeeping, that sounds like I'm going to tell people off. Just buy tickets to the hen do. <laughs> That's basically what I'm trying to say. My new comedy play, The Hendry, is on sale now. You can buy the Tickets at all of your local theatres. We're going to the Grand Opera House, the Millennium Forum, uh, the Ardona and Eskilling, whatever the one has in Cookstown. Kicks Ar- oh. Gotcha, Cookstown. Um, Where else is there? There's all, all the place. Marketplace, Armagh, all those places. We'll be there in September and October. Um, And you can buy tickets now and it's going to be just the best night out you've ever had. If you're the sort of person that buys people presents for Easter... One, how much money do you have? <laughs> Two, you could buy them a great gift to go see the Handu at Halloween. Why not? Wait, why not wait six months to enjoy that gift? That's my favourite gift. It was my birthday yesterday, and I would have loved to have gotten a gift that I could enjoy in six months' time rather than yesterday. Uh also you can join the Patreon. Uh patreon.com forward slash remember when where I do a solo podcast every Monday. And this week, I talk all about my severely haunted child. Um, if anybody out there knows how to unhaunt a child, do um, let me know? I did discover, that I think, it's just that she's sleeping in the mornings and becoming a lot more dead on. And for that reason, she clearly has a poltergeist in her room. Uh, my guest today is... I'm very lucky to have Ron because I know she has a very crazy, busy, busy schedule. Uh, it is the wonderful Cool FM Breakfast Host. And... Indeed, in demand stylist Rebecca McKinney. <laughs> Hello, Hi, hey, are you? Do people ever introduce you by accident as Rebecca McGuire? Mm. Just because no. you're the, the two Rebeccas in the media sort of so thing, do you know what I mean? not in person, but online, we always get tagged in each other's things by mistake. Oh. I mean, I take it as a massive compliment. I feel really sorry for her. She's raging, but <laughs> she's raging, but I'm delighted. People she started to take me for a former Miss Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> she started the hashtag, not Rebecca McLean. Yes, <laughs> I know she's like, no, do not want to look like her. That's I feel mean. so bad it was your birthday yesterday and I didn't bring you a gift. That's okay, you sorry. should. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right, what's the address? Here, no, I'll some do you know what I think is it Lady Gaga's birthday either today or on my birthday I think we either share a birthday or her birthday is the day after either way when it was my 21st birthday I dressed up as her in the meat dress I, in the what the meat dress oh the meat dress yeah no because that would have been way more expensive and smelly but <laughs> so what did you forgot? got? Her? she did that I did the do you know the music video where she's with Beyonce telephone and oh Ma- yeah. the American flaggy yes. stuff and we went to the Box nightclub. The best. Place. It was my twenty first. I feel like I spent my youth there. It was the best. The best. Because we we're qu- are we quite similar in age. I feel like maybe yeah, a little bit younger. Than maybe me. maybe by a year or two. But I think we're similar. Yeah, around about the same age. Yeah, if it makes you feel yeah, better. It makes me- <laughs> i'm the old hag these days did you were you somebody who went to the vip in the box oh my god i was the embarrassing one that used to sit do you remember there was like a sports bar opposite yeah. the box yeah and the queue would be the whole way down the odyssey like stretched right down past the pizza bar. Yeah. and i would be like waiting in the sports bar until like someone would give the nod from the door like but let you us could go skip in, in yeah. Skip yeah past the queue did you yeah Absolutely. I don't know how. I don't know how we ended up being like one of the people that got into VIP in the box because we, it wasn't difficult. It but yes, I genuinely think it was just you just gave somebody a hug. Yeah. <laughs> like. All right, there, son. Gen- I yeah, I, th- I genuinely <laughs> think it was a bit of a lingering hug. If you just yep. held on for an extra second, they were like, "You can go up." Here's to the wristband Yeah, it was the best. though that was like the like our youth. I think yeah. the youth of today are missing out the fact that the box does not exist anymore. I don't think nightclubs are a thing now, are they? I mean, I know some. Are, do Pete still DJs. He's DJ in Twenty One Social. The old time. Okay, he graces it with his presence. The <laughs> right. odd <Okay>. time. <laughs> and then he usually doesn't let me know he's there because if I'm out the same time, then I'll appear. Yeah, and ask for J Lo all night long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't stand that, Mr. DJ. Yes, <laughs> Excuse me. Can't play J Lo. But yeah. then, even that's a bar as well. The people dancing. Yes, I mean, I could dance anywhere. It doesn't really bother me. But I think we need to bring back the old school nightclub. Do you remember before the box? that was precious. No, because I was living in dairy then. Oh, I only came to when I was eighteen. Right, And they wouldn't let me be in before. like you have to wait till you, you have, have ID before you come <laughs> down here. <laughs> Uh, so I didn't I didn't do Precious but was it the same setup? A thousand rooms? So a thousand little rooms, but I think it was definitely smaller and you used to have to go in from, do you know up the stairs when you're going to the cinema? Mm-hmm. There was like a padded door. Yes, a padded door. Do you remember yes. the padded that door? that was there for the box too. And I remember we were like, we thought we were the bee's knees and we got in there. It was mm-hmm. like, we're, we're so cool. And then the next step was trying to get into Ollie's because it was over 21. That's right. And now when I go to Ollie's, I feel like I am everyone's mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, <laughs> I think, because I used to work in a visa. Did you at the front door? <laughs> Where was that? Where Lalea used to be? Oh my god, that's right. Which is now China White? Does that exist? Is anymore? it China White? I feel like that's gone too. Oh, they run through them, don't they? God, yes. I so mean, I used your to work. kids will be going out. Before my we... kids will be going nowhere, Rebecca. <laughs> They'll be dancing. What are you doing? To the Ansco marching? And... <laughs> something in my kitchen for years, <laughs> um, like te- like eight. I forgot eight weeks. I think eight or nine weeks, ten weeks. If we're to believe science. Because, like, they, they, they come out when they want is the mad thing. Eight weeks and you will be mum of two. Mum of two, mom of, two, step-mom mom of, two. of I mean, and I've got a bonus three as well. Oh, yeah. my gosh. There's so many. There's so you're, many. You're a nice step-mum. I would imagine you're not a wicked step-mum. Not, well, publicly I try and be nice about them, but at home I am, they don't get out of their rooms. They're not going to get fed my house. They have to do do the laundry and the dishes and everything around the house. They, I, I fucking wish they left it a finger. They wouldn't even wipe their, <laughs> their own <nourishes>. They're 16. <laughs> but it's funny because they, they, they're at the age now where they're in school and their friends have seen things that I've been in. And seeing things that their daddy has been in. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So they sort of, and I don't know if they sort of love it or hate it yet. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if they think it's a cool embarrassed. I don't, they don't show it to us if they're embarrassed because that's so rude. <laughs> so rude. No, I would say you'd be like cool mum and dad. Um, As i tried to explain to Pete, his daughter's getting to this sort of, she's 12. She's yeah. the first year. Yeah. There's only a few more years left before she's like, oh, dad. Even hiding yeah. from him in the school car park. Even the first year thing, like as soon as they go into secondary school, that's it. They're gone. Game changer. You, changer. They, they don't like you anymore. They're just like, stop, stop being around. So we did um, a couple of months ago at his daughter's school. We did, Pete was booked to do a colour run. You know where they go and yeah. throw all the colour yeah, in the air. All the and chalk. Yeah, all the chalk and the kids run around the playground. So he was booked to DJ and host mm-hmm. it. So he said to me, would you come with me? Because I'm too embarrassed. I'm going to embarrass my daughter. So uh, I need you there as a buffer because they'll think it's fine if you're there. Like, I don't think I'm going to make this is any that more confident? credible. <laughs> it's, it probably was meant to be, but I don't think it was. So we went and had like an absolute ball, but I was like the buffer between yeah. embarrassing his teenage daughter. I didn't really think that I was that kind of person, but clearly did I'm she, available if anyone wants to. Did she But <laughs> That is not the message you want to be <laughs> putting out there. I'm Available if you want to bring me to your kids' school. Yeah. <laughs> um, was she embarrassed when he was there? No, she was. I think initially she's a wee bit awkward, and then she kind of mm-hmm. when she saw everyone else was loving it and wanting photos and stuff. Yeah. Then she was like, "Can I come up on the stage?" And she oh loved God. it. She loved it. So, you, how long have you been at Kill FM? So eight years. We've been Shut on up. the breakfast show. Yeah, yeah, and that was my first. Yeah, first for <laughs> radio. Oh yeah, absolutely, totally out of my depth, yeah. thrown straight in, yeah. and um, to be fair, I was well looked after with Pete and Palo. like they taught me everything, mm-hmm. but I was wetting myself. Aye. I was very stressed when that first happened. Because that's like, what, that's the that's the end goal for many yeah. broadcasters, just to get to the breakfast show and get that position, so for that to be like your first radio show is nice. I know, I did initially feel like a complete fraud. And then after eight years, I think I'm finally beginning to accept the fact that I don't have imposter syndrome. It's Peyton I'm Calloway's fraud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, I run the show. And I, yeah. I really don't. Um, but yeah, I definitely felt that imposter syndrome for a long time, and mm. I think finally now eight years then, I'm like, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm all right. Isn't that funny? But do you think that's as a woman? Because I still feel like that in comedy. I didn't no. Like it's like a boring conversation. i like a woman in comedy, but here there's not that many, so you yeah. still constantly feel like the imposter or like you're trying to like prove yourself do you know what I mean and there are many more probably wasn't as many women in radio when you were doing it but there are plenty more now loads now which is great to see and it's so important it's great to see more women coming in Mm. but in the beginning it was such a male dominated space and because I was coming from a world that wasn't radio at all yeah I did feel like I had a lot to learn and I think notoriously in radio they bring girls in to be like the giggly girl in the corner yes. that just teehees and laughs at the men's hilarious jokes that. and makes them look good and I hate that yeah. so I think like anyone who listens to the show will know like I That's very much setup. stand my own yeah. Um, you have to yeah. and I think that kind of took a while to get over that stereotype probably in my own head more than yeah. anything else and like you feel you feel bad because you're trying to not be that person so you're like I'm not going to laugh at any of your funny shit <laughs> If it makes me look like the giggly girl, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make you feel like shit about your crap but jokes. they do make me laugh. Yeah, because yeah. we have a great time. But what's the dynamic set Because obviously listening to the show, it very much feels like mum, dad and the <laughs> teenager Palo, doesn't it? That's how it feels. Is that really how it that's comes how, across? That's how I think it feels like Palo. And then you'd be like, oh, Palo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, like- it's very much like siblings. That's kind of the way that okay. we would see it. It's like there, and I have a brother of my own who... Behaves more like an older brother, probably to me. But with Pete and Paolo, it's very much like Pete's the older brother, Paolo's the like annoying younger brother, and we all we have that family kind of relationship yeah. where you could have a row with them mm-hmm. and then two seconds later be fine. Yeah. And we're all very honest and open, and like what you hear is the way it is. And uh, I mean, if you could, if you could broadcast the off-air stuff, it would be much funnier. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we want to keep but our that's jobs. That's the so thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't. You have to. You have to. Ret- so, do you feel like? Because obviously, like, your social media presence and your your on-air persona and stuff yeah. as well, as, I mean, you're sort of forced to stay in a clean-cut PC world, really, yep. to exist in that universe. Yes. Do you ever just want to go, fuck everybody, <laughs> on the radio? You throw yeah. a bunch of ball bags. Of course. You look shit in that dress. Stop bringing <laughs> in, child. You're not getting fucking tickets to the cinema. Fuck <laughs> off. Do you ever just wanna? <laughs> we are Vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 come on, come on. Sorry, we are inflatable, inflatable park pass, and no matter what you say, even if it's awful, you'll get a ticket. See, do you not want to say to somebody sometime, your joke is shit or like whatever you have to tell me is shit? Go away, twelve-year-old. You're not I mean, going to be our Vertigo. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's not as funny as she'd like to be, but Paula went through a phase of being quite honest, and yeah, then yeah, the Mummy yeah. Brigade. Got him, yeah. and I think he was scared yeah. to ever walk past any kind of playground or school gate because <laughs> the mummies were after Palo So we yeah, had to he, tone was, it down. he was barred from the playgrounds for a very yeah, different yeah, reason. Yes, ex- oh exactly. Yeah. But I think that look, regardless, we we're normal people. Yeah. We like kind of pushing the line as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we want to keep our jobs. Yeah, and I think everyone's out to be offended these days. So as you know, there's a very fine line in which we can yeah. walk. But I think we do it quite well. Sometimes the odd flip sides. So is the mean. is the off air, off social media Rebecca much different? No, not really. Not okay. really. Like I, I think as the years have gone on, I've been become more comfortable being myself completely on air. Like yeah. in the early days, if the boys would have spoken about like boyfriends or like anything embarrassing yeah. I would have been so annoyed whereas now anything think, in your life if they yeah. were talking to- oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. so um, like <laughs> there was now if this had happened years ago it would have complete I would have been so upset but there was one time when Paolo called out my moustache <laughs> which, I mean... We all have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I, well, not all of us, I... It, my I this morning, Rebecca. See, you have Come to. On. You this have my, to. Do you know, I'm not even lying, my favourite thing to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh like, I have a couple I'm of hairs scared. here and I cannot wait till they grow back, so I I can have to get... Out. See if you use this as a <laughs> clip for this podcast. I would kill you. But I have, don't to, I have to get my friends sometimes because to, I'm too scared to do it myself. Just the odd hair. But anyway, if that had been <laughs> to pluck at your mustache, do you do not? You? No. But if there's one or two, can you not? I would trim. Plucking would make my eyes what the oh my gosh, no. I just got her to pluck it out, just one hair. Maybe I've just got too much <laughs> be there all day. But whenever I started on the show, I was—I think I was—so was self-conscious. I was worried about being in the public eye. I wasn't yeah. used to that kind of criticism that I was getting in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I just wasn't used to that whole world. So I was so self-conscious about things and so embarrassed and worried about how it would come across. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, eight years in, I'm in my thirties. I know who I am you know now, who you are. and I have no problem talking about cellulite and yeah. like all of those kind of things yeah. on air now. And we can joke about it, and it doesn't it doesn't make me feel self conscious anymore because yeah. it's important to be real. I agree. So my off air persona is is I am who I am on air. I'm the same person as I am yeah. off air. You just might get a few. You make her off-air. a wee bit more off air. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it works. But that's the thing, like. Um, even when I like when I was in my 20s like yeah you're, you're at such a vulnerable time and I applaud all these like you see all these people oh. now working in media here in their 20s and you're so sure of themselves and know exactly who they are and you're like I wish I had that confidence at your age yeah. to not feel bad about shit that people were saying online whereas like, oh, gee, I yeah maybe people say stuff about me online nobody can say anything about me online that I haven't thought already exactly about myself and I try and own those things yeah. before someone else says it I'll try and laugh about it myself if yeah. someone else jumps in and in the beginning because Cool FM social media is an absolute minefield. Like it's massive, particularly their Facebook. And I used to read all the comments under our videos, and I used to go back and look through all the stuff that people have been saying. Whereas now, yeah, I don't go anywhere near it. I make a rule to not look because I don't care anymore. Yeah. Whereas in the beginning, every little comment hurt me personally. I find it so hard to deal with. Um. And but I sometimes like we just talked about before we started recording about like how why I would always have had people. Talk about my massive forehead. Me uh, too. I, even though my forehead's double the size of yours. It's not bold. Mine actually curves back. It, I'm fine with it. I was doing a gig the other night in Balamita and Ian Thompson, right, who's another comedian who is completely bald, and Pete Giffin, another comedian who is completely <laughs> bald, well let's the three of us take a photograph together, do you want to tilt your head back and do the bald thing? And I was like, what? <laughs> Do the bald I, thing Just like my hair is in a bobble, and if I tilt it back, it looks like I have no. I look completely. That is bald. mean and not true. But actually, it's, it's fine because it is true, it's and funny. I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. But sometimes I would have went searching for nasty comments because I I would find them funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. does not none of them offend me. Yeah. you can't say anything about how I look or my work or even about my children my husband or my family I don't give a shit if you slag my ma I don't care it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to me see, I wish I had that confidence there's still, like I would be naturally a really quite a sensitive, sensitive person Yeah. so I've had to develop like elephant-eyed thick skin yeah. to get to this But there's still some things that'll niggle me but nowhere near the yeah. way it would have before the and forehead suppose- thing which we talked about yeah. earlier there was a comment this, this pushed me over the edge I think it was my first year at Co and I read a comment on or a video on Cole's Facebook page to say that my forehead was the size. It was like the runway at the international airport. You could land all of the planes on the size of my forehead. <laughs> I was so hurt, and now I think it's hilarious. Also, the international airport's tiny. I agree Uh huh. if it was Heathrow it would be a different story if it was that one of Frankfurt it was my fucking 15 terminals and i am have been raging then but i take Belfast International as a compliment I mean the city would have been better you are your tiny forehead it's fine now I can own it and it's yeah. not a problem but I think learning to laugh at yourself is so important but it comes with the comfort of age yeah. and now I'm in my like late 30s and it's I so just funny because Sean's 39 care. and still says he's mid 30s like, oh I, I turned no. 34 and he's like oh we're both in our mid 30s and I'm like that isn't true because in like a kick in the hole away you're 40 <laughs> he's, like, he's definitely we still have a little bit to go yeah he's like we we do. We're, we're all in our mid 30s <laughs> here I mean, a bit, no <laughs> no Pete does that all the time there's seven years between us yeah. so I'm like hon no she yeah. a whole school between us yeah, ex- yeah. You know? a whole school a whole school that's it me and Sean too there was 100 miles and a whole school 100 miles and a whole school <laughs> and you, you managed to meet up and look having gorgeous babies that together that is the name of like a romance <clears throat> novel 100 miles and a whole school that could be if this doesn't work out for you hey go get into the novel so sorry it's going to work out <laughs> it is working out <laughs> <laughs> Fucking your tense I had Pamela Valentine on the podcast right in the early days I love Pamela <laughs> she's brilliant and but she had spoken about do you know how, like, because obviously she's, uh, she represents UTV, largely yeah. she's been with UTV for so long, mm-hmm. the same way you, you represent Cool FM yeah. as well, so you have to sort of be careful. Um, and she had always spoken about when she goes out on a night out, we all know Pammy loves her nights out. Yes. And when she would get like Lucy goosey and have like a couple of glasses of wine and an old bag of ease, I know what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to kill you. Joking? She's going to She's on a couple of glasses of wine. She feels like she can't really. Let go. Yes. You know, and dig into the bag of these. <laughs> <laughs> she feels like, because she, she knows there's so many eyes on her. Yeah. And that, like, she's like, because she's such a stalwart of UTV, that's like, oh, I am I represent the, the, you know, this yeah. institution. And so she always feels that pressure. Do you feel that when you're on a night out? Because you'd be so recognisable now, and because you represent something that's family oriented? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I mean, I think like you can't be unblocked to soft play. I absolutely not. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Why just, would you be there? You don't have kids. You <laughs> <laughs> made yeah. me sound weird. You know, <clears throat> I think to be even compared to Pami from like recognize—that's not a word. Recognition, recognition. That's. My mother does I mean, watch this She'll be ashamed i got that <laughs> wrong um, To Pammy's level of recognition Just I'm, I'm not On her level at all But yeah Like when I'm out and about I'm, is a, all. I'm aware I know thanks for that You're making me sound Better <laughs> just than I am wrong. Yeah yeah yeah, I'm yeah. Z- Let's get back to the z listers Let's be real But no I, I'm always aware Of course I'm aware because I just want to make sure that I would never do, I would never do or say anything anyway, but you know when you're out and about, you need to be able to enjoy yourself. But at the same time, I'm just very conscious of my job and I respect who I work for and I want to always make sure I'm like ticking those boxes. But equally, you have to live your life and you have to have a good time too. So bag of ease is not really my thing. A few porn star martinis, 100%. I like to have a good night out. I love a good time. But definitely when I'm away somewhere, I can fully let my hair down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. when it's done as... Am I right? Did I hear or read that you did you grow up in a boarding school? Did you oh, live in yeah, a boarding yeah. school? Mm-hmm. hmm Did you odd. you didn't board? No. It was an all boys school. <laughs> And oh, there was me <laughs> You'd be like The wee English film yeah, That's pretty much <laughs> What it was like Would you like me to explain Because yeah. it sounds a bit odd <laughs> So <laughs> Rebecca's a So I Oh no I was the opposite Because I was so embarrassed I just I don't know I just was so shy I was, You would have thought That I would have been Running right around the place But I really wasn't So I. My dad has taught In Campbell College For like over 40 years He's been there His whole teaching career And when my mum and dad Got married They moved into Like a house In the school ground and have lived there ever since still do so um are there other houses yeah, yeah 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 so dad was head of the boarding department for most of like my childhood so we lived in our family home was like a flat in the actual school building so there was like us in like an apartment thing and then a door between us and the boarding department and the whole school no so way. we used to eat dinners with the boarders, like Sunday lunches, like breakfast in the dining hall of the school. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really weird. So it's, it was me and my brother, my younger brother, um, and then my mum and dad. And it was always like, mum and dad just always had the responsibility of... 60 borders and mm. when you were younger it was coolest thing ever because we like learned to swim in the pool and we used to like ride our bikes around the grounds we total free reign of the place it was amazing like it's like growing up in a in like a playground it was yeah. the coolest thing ever and then when you got to teenage stage I went to the girls school down the road mm. I went Strathern, and I was wildly self-conscious and I used to have to walk home through the grounds of Campbell, passed all uniform. the boys in my hideous school uniform and I was so embarrassed. You know, that horrible teenage, yeah. spotty, greasy fringe stage where I, I just felt Rebecca, like an I I, like I ugly duckling. I skipped it. But you've always been no, beautiful. Didn't, no, I, you're so I didn't skip it. Don't worry. No, one's, no one gets <laughs> to skip so it. You're so lucky. You've been glowing ever since. But I definitely, <laughs> definitely wasn't. And it used to, my dad was also in charge of rugby. So it was a big rugby school. So then none of the boys ever would, were interested in me because they, they were, were too afraid. my dad. yeah, yeah. It yeah. was only one time. Only one time I got caught out. Only one time. What, what do you mean caught out? And only one time because I would never have been allowed, like in the you boys' rooms the boys? or like in any of the any of the corridors anywhere. It was only one time I ever got caught out, and the look from my father was enough. Would you know to why? Make me never speak to a boy again because <laughs> they say the first time you get caught is not the first time you did it, Rebecca. <laughs> in my case it was I'm so sad you're so shit Get at so, it I'm so bad at it exactly so, do you yes. know who that boy is now? yes we're not talking about it <laughs> <laughs> it was from Balamina, that's all I'll say <laughs> oh my god pardon Um that's <laughs> it, that's a comedian um, <laughs> That's so that is such a Brilliant, but so... De- I don't oh, know so anyone weird. who's had Oh, opinion. I know. It's, uh, my, my parents still live there. So my dad is still teaching. They're still there. My brother went to school, probably more... Well, I mean, he just had to roll out of bed and he was in school, so like... Oh, nice, so he went there. He went there. Nice in that sense, but not so nice in the fact that your dad has yeah. to teach you. But... Um, so when you... What did you do for primary school? So I went to the girls' school down the road. Right. And where, where my mum now teaches. All very incestuous. Yeah. Yeah. We We don't really move... Farther than the Belmont Road. Yeah, so it's there's Balmont like a half a mile road. radius that you're staying yeah, within. Yeah, yeah, we're quite a quite a, an inclusive. Family. And were there <laughs> other families living there? Yeah, there still are. So there's there's other Is families still a boarding school. Yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. God. Oh my god, it's much bigger now than it was even back in the day. But. I mean, if my dad ever was able to write a book, there's some stories that it could tell. But it was we used to go on rugby tours. So dad would have been in charge of the rugby, and we would have gone with the school. Like we went to New Zealand with the rugby team, and um, that was like a. But was it just you and loads of boys? Yes. <laughs> if I was a different type of girl, it would have been the dream. But I yeah was yeah, like, yeah yeah. You like, like don't look at me. Embarrassing little gremlin, and I was just so self-conscious. And were you trying to be like one of the boys, or were no, you? No. Oh, okay. no 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 no. And because of dad. Like it was very, anyone who knows my dad know he's very, very sensible, very by the book. You would not want to get on the wrong side of dad, and I was very, very well behaved. Yeah, I was an angel child because it seems all changed now, but yeah, you're a demon, (laughs) wild, you were being up before the Wild. (laughs) but it's because like. Cause obviously you're like so heavily involved in fashion, and you're yeah. quite girly, really like girly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just seems so mad. Maybe it was a. Uh, maybe that was you rebelling. Maybe you know I don't mean? know. But I was. Yeah, I was always like my brother would be out like, like playing rugby with the borders, and I just because it was no neighbours or anyone else, so I'd just be like. Playing with my dolls under the trees yeah. and just like so embarrassed. But then when I went to secondary school, some of the girls would be like, Oh, yeah, we'll come to your house. We'll come to your house. You know, because all the boys, the boys are there. Boys everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes, yeah. that's the dream sleepover for a teenage girl, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Which is why I feel like I'm knocked up, good and young. <laughs> <laughs> it was never allowed to happen. Well, it's never allowed to happen, Rebecca. There was one time, there was one time um, I lost this. Uh, this your virginity? Morning. No. Stop! <laughs> No, we used to have pets in school, and there was a school bunny rabbit that used to go home to, with every, each family. Did you ever have that in school? No, school pet. We wouldn't be allowed to do this now. No. Back in the olden days, I didn't even think thing. they gave us a boiled egg. Do you know what thing? We had a bu- we had a pet bunny rabbit, and he used to take turns to take it home. And there was one week it was my turn, so I took it back, and of course, we took the bunny rabbit for a walk, my brother and I, in the in the school corridors, and right. didn't I lose the bunny rabbit? <gasps> So we lost the school bunny rabbit. Oh my God, like totally lost it? Well, we find it under one of the border's beds. Oh no. Did they <laughs> capture eating, it? eating a sock. Oh, oh no. So, so it didn't get, it wasn't a kidnapped rabbit. No, it no. It had went searching for a fun sock. It had, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, I, I don't even want to think about that anymore, but we got the bunny rabbit back and it was yeah. not allowed out of the house. Oh my the God. From them. What sort of posh school did you go to? They were hand out like, rabbits? I know. I went to yeah. I went to like Strathern Prep. So mm. I mean, yeah. I don't Posch think they enough. would trust kids with rabbits now, <laughs> like sending home. No, away. absolutely not. I'm surprised they even trusted me with that one. That's such a different upbringing. Like I'm sure you don't know anyone else who. who no, but we so we friends weird. with the other families. So the, yeah. So the, but there were no other like young kids. There were no other young kids there. So it was kind of just us and like my brother and, and I are really, really close. Yeah. yeah. So but it was amazing. It was like it was like Harry Potter. It was like growing up yes. somewhere like that. And because mom and dad are still. I was there gonna now, say it was like Westboro Baptist Church, but it is more like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> that feels more suitable. It's like Harry Potter, because it's such an amazing place. And like Mum and Dad are still there now. And I think whenever whenever they do retire and they have to move it'll be so strange because it'll yeah. always feel like part of home. Yeah. To yeah, us. like you said, like you're part of the history and yeah, those absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah so that's my weird up. <clears throat> but they, so you had, I know you went on to study law, mm-hmm. which is something I wanted to do. Whenever yeah. I was growing up, I always wanted to study law. But genuinely, yeah. which is so funny because I feel like you'd be the ideal candidate for this. I thought it would be like legally blonde. I would have loved that. I was like, I'll be in pencil skirts and yeah. blazers, <laughs> and I will walk the <laughs> shit out of those. I'll no, but like,
1: Your Honor, so like yeah. I thought
0: I would. It would be like there, there would be this, a stage. You know me what I mean? Too. Me too. And then it wasn't like that, which is why I'm not a practicing lawyer. No, you? you, you got knee deep in it. We're like, this is, yeah, this is not for me. Yeah, it just like I I enjoyed. Why just my... so many rules, <laughs> so, <laughs> so many, many laws, so many books to read? No, look, I enjoyed it, and I and I got my degree, and I'm super proud yeah. of it. And my best friend who did law with me, uh, who went, we went all through school together. She's like a kick ass lawyer now, okay. and in the pencil skirts and nail in life. Yes. There's sometimes I think, oh, do you think people know that I have a brain. Yes, <laughs> they do. Actually afterwards. The they will. Um, or maybe not maybe this is going to ruin it all <laughs> but no look I think at school I was math was a problem I was not good at math. didn't like science I was English history art all of those loved to all of that law? yeah well it was either you in my school it was like well if you're good at science be a doctor if you're good at English so, be a teacher or a lawyer or mm-hmm. kind of a journalist like I, I always kind of thought about a journalist as well but law seemed like the easiest fit so yeah. managed to get the grades to get in went to Queen's loved it and then when I graduated um, we had to then do the bar exam to Mm -hmm. get further into further training we were probably spending too much time in actual bars so I got on the waiting list for that I didn't get in straight away and like I was academics at school was my thing and it was probably the first thing I've ever failed and it was a good lesson for me because I thought my life was over it's like what am I gonna do yeah like I really thought this is the end of the way for me and which sounds so dramatic but you know at that yeah, age yeah. when you have this yeah. goal in your head I cried in and if I stood as stressed as Lady <laughs> Gaga on my 21st <laughs> birthday thinking what have I achieved I know exactly what you're talking about yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like drowning my <laughs> sorrows in the box after that but then I just I had to decide another path so I went and did while I was waiting to do the bar exam again I went and did a masters in communication advertising PR Okay, fell in love with that never did the bar exam again and went then went into media marketing and then here yeah. we are isn't it funny how things take a turn I like know that? I know yeah but everything that's happened to me career-wise has been right place, right time, luck, opening doors. I'd like to say it's because, you know, I work really hard and all of that. But actually, when I stand back and look at it, I've just been, I've been lucky. No, well, I don't think that's, I think it's a, combi- it can be a combination of things. Yeah. I think it's also having, like, keeping your eye open for the right thing as well and being, yeah. like, vigilant. Because even, like, I never thought I would do stand-up. I never thought that's something I would ever end You're up so doing. Rude. I don't know how you do it. It's, it's, it's terrifying yeah thing. it's terrifying it is ter- I think it used to be more terrifying for me before I had my daughter and I was only yeah. doing it a short period of time before I had her anyway and I literally would be like before going stage going am I going to shit or vomit because like I need to my body needs to like Do something. evacuate something I'm not well and then I remember every time going why can't I be why can't I just have like a nice non-scary job like a receptionist I'd, I'd kill it being a receptionist I'd love to do that I'd love <laughs> to greet people and just like fill in their form like I was like why am I not doing that and then afterwards I'd be like no I may this is what I'm supposed to be doing after I had my daughter was when I started to like look, I had no nerves for anything anymore Really? Nothing. So motherhood lost the fear for you? Yeah, because I gained fear of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> there was no room for like pre-gig anxiety. About I'm worried about everything else. So yeah. like, there was just no room left in my brain to be nervous about a gig. And it also gave me perspective like, oh, up? See this gig in Ballymena to 100 people? In the grand nah. scheme of things. Yeah. Even if I do really shit tonight which I did last week in Pe um, nobody everyone will go home and consume a million more videos online before they go to bed and forget they even seen me tonight do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get it, but I think you're probably being hard on yourself. I, am. I killed him <laughs> Of course you did. Loaded. But you're always brilliant, and you're definitely meant to be doing this. Like, I have no idea how you do it and have the confidence. Like, it's my worst nightmare to do stand up. But you do lots of public speaking. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because I know where I'm going, and yeah. I'm not trying to be funny. And yeah. I'm not an overly funny person. So I'm but fine I think with it. that's the place if you threw in one wee joke, it would kill. Oh, God, I no, no, no Would kill. I don't know, I don't I don't have your skills. Pete likes to do that. Pete likes to do like he likes he, to try. He just <laughs> <laughs> burn. I love him. We, we have this funny. joke all the time. <laughs> I'm funnier, right? What is your so you obviously get up probably much earlier than I even do. Um yeah. what's your like what do you, what's your mornings look like? So it is the alarm goes off a quarter to five mm-hmm. and then I snooze it. Totally. I used to get up quarter to five in the bottom, full face of makeup, do my hair, get a nice outfit on, head in. Now the alarm goes off quarter to five. I snooze it until five o'clock. Then I snooze it again until as late as I can possibly get away with, have a shower, throw on some form of gym gear, yeah. stick my hair in a bun and go. Yeah. And then I get into work and they're, they're so used to me looking like a troll. They're yeah. Like, oh. And then I do my makeup in the dark in the studio and emerge where my face and my neck are two totally different colors. Oh, yeah. 10. Yeah. So don't look too close. Because I assume that most days you go and do other things after work. Yeah. Work, other work. And that's a misconception. People think that your working you work day is done or and you're no. done. Like the odd day, it's like that, and that is a treat. Yeah, but most days you're having to hustle. Yeah, um, and that is I love that, and it, the variety is amazing, and it's great. No yeah. two days are the same, but that's when I can fit in my fashion stuff, and it's great when I can get out with Pete and Palo and do stuff together. And yeah. It's, yeah, things like this, it's it's really good fun. But you have to juggle your schedule, mm. and that's the thing for me. I think I find it hard because you're self-employed. It's hard to. Say no to things because you think, oh my gosh, what if there's nothing forgotten? next month? No, I know. You know you have to kind of get the balance right, and I think probably eight years in, we learn all the time, and I've definitely made loads of mistakes with yeah. saying yes to things, saying no to stuff, and kind of I kind of know my balance now, which Ooh, is good. Do you ha- do you have like jobs that you've done? And you're like, I wish I didn't do that. I think it's all learning, and like for me. You're looking for a scandalous story, and I don't actually have one. I know you're a game dealer. You know? Are there any? But. Are there any sections of like the world, <clears throat> like companies? <laughs> you don't need name companies, but like sections of like the industry that you would not work with,
1: um, like gambling
0: or you yeah. Know. I mean, like there's things I think this whole world works if you're authentic. I think if you try and do things just where it's very clear you're just doing it to make money all the time and you're constantly doing ads yeah. and, you're, and you're doing things that don't fit with your personality or your sort of yeah. your brand, yeah. then I just don't think that resonates with people. So I like to try and be as authentic as it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. Um but are there, like, companies that have approached you and you've went, I can't? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, yeah, things that I'm not interested in or I wouldn't naturally do yeah. myself, I try and... Like vaping or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Some like, it's vaping. just yeah. not me. It's just yeah. not me. And that's... And then there are things that will suit other people better. Like, particularly with the boys. Like, yeah, we're super similar, but we're very different. Yeah. So there are things that will suit them better and so things that will suit me better. But, yeah, there's certainly there are definitely people that I've worked with before who maybe... I've like changed since then or I've learned maybe how to be a bit more respectful of my own worth Mm -hmm. and I maybe wouldn't go back there Yeah, um, brand wise and also just learning where you fit in that whole social media world and how you want to put yourself across Mm -hmm. and I think probably I have more confidence now to say actually I know that's what you're looking for from this job, but for me, that's actually not what yeah, I am comfortable be detrimental. putting out like there. Yeah. So, because like not I remember, or, like in the early days of of like acting and being in sketch groups and stuff, and you're always trying to promote the shows that you're in to get yeah. bums on seats and pay your wages. So, you would do like any interviews you could to try and like, promote the job or promote the show or whatever yeah. it is. And now I'm like really careful about what, like, what, like, newspaper articles I'll do or like radio interviews I'm really careful about them because like there is one that has approached me a few times and it's only just to like they do like they do like a weekly thing but I find it so toxic their questions are all about what do you eat where do you work out and what's your what do you have as a treat at the weekend and how many units of alcohol a week do you drink and I was like why does anyone need to know this? I'm promoting a show in the App House it's about comedy why does somebody need to know what I have for my breakfast yeah no you're right I'm not a athlete I'm yeah. not a nutritionalist and I got back a few times and went I find this 90s toxic heroin <laughs> chic Kate Moss shit yeah. this is the stuff I'd have read in magazines when I was 13 or 14 and, triggered and, affected and be triggered yeah. massively and yeah. then spend 10 years trying to be skinnier and that's not what I w- ever want to I never want my daughter or read an article about what somebody's eating, and try to emulate it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? No, totally. And it's great that you're strong enough to be able to go back and say that because for you, it doesn't work. For yeah. other people, it's fine. Well, I think and it's I think fine if you come thing. from a background where it's like... Impo- you have science based information yeah. to spread, but if it's just like, look at me, I'm skinny and I only eat granola, it's like, well, I d- don't think that's healthy because if somebody else only eat granola, they might faint. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: just Do little, you know what I mean? That's science. Spin of
0: granola for breakfast. before yeah. I can hear that's it. Uh, but I agree, and I think it's it's having the confidence to know yeah. where your own boundaries are, mm-hmm. and other people's boundaries are different, and that's okay. Yeah. But there is a price for everything. <laughs> of everything. <course. laughs> Just to of backtrack course. on all that. Of course there is. No, look, I get that. Look, we all have to work, and it's great that there's enough work out there for everybody. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you learn over the years things you want to get involved in again and things you don't. What do you What do you see your life looking like in 10 years' time? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I think I probably thought my life would look very different now. We all to do. To be honest, we all I think do. we all did. Like, I, don't I think definitely... I'd live in Craig Avenue, Rebecca. Oh, God, how you I doing that? I love it. Don't look face that's so rude I'm joking I'm joking do you I'm know joking. any time someone will go to me do you still live in Derry and I'm like no I haven't lived in Derry in 15 years where do you live Craig Alvin why like but that's the response oh, why <laughs> If someone said to me where do you live and I was like uh, Hollywood like where we are now they would go alright oh, very good but when I say Craig Alvin they go why I'm only joking that's, the, I'm that's only always joking. the response i like listen I'm married <laughs> into it okay I had no choice Yes, yeah, see that's it not yeah. your call <laughs> but that's the thing like you don't I never thought I'd be like in you know living in Aven or like even living here like when I was like a teenager I was like I'm going to get spotted and be like zapped off to LA and that's robbing It <laughs> that could still happen mm. uh, Listen I don't want it to happen now It's funny how you change isn't it Yeah I definitely thought at some stages I maybe would have tried to pursue TV and maybe tried London and given that a go Yeah And I think now like I'm 36 now and I think I definitely am. I want to be settled here I want to be close to my parents Um, I my agree. my brother. here's a great place to it's live It's such a good place yeah. to live and I love it here and I think like I'm very very close to my family. I have an amazing group of friends, and I obviously I'm very lucky to be in the job. And as long as they want to have us, yeah, hopefully a little bit longer, we'll <laughs> still keep doing that show because we love it. But for me personally, I thought you know I would have loved to be a mum by now. I would have loved to be married, but it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um. And if that is in my future, then great, that'll be amazing. But I think I'm just trying to settle into the fact that if that isn't meant for me, yeah, then. I'm okay on my own and I'll always be okay and I think that's that's taken a long time to get to that point. It's such a minefield, I think as a woman in your 30s because the world tells you you're supposed to have children by now. Mm -hmm. Biological clock and all that which is so damaging because we're still babies ourselves. I know. Look We're at this. still it's so the glue young. know we have. Listen, I can't get anything done to my face whilst I'm pregnant, so I don't look like a baby right now. <laughs> I still have teenage spots. Okay, do you? yes. You don't oh my god. Looks oh no, 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 no. I do. Trust me. Trust me. I am the acne queen. I also am getting wrinkles, so I'm getting both the unfair sides of the aging process. Yeah, teenage spots and older skin. But we. You're move. so. Conf- your face we is move. so confused. My face is confused. Yeah. Um, it's like there's like such this like like oh you're supposed to buy this by this age and this by this age and men just don't get that. I know they don't. They don't get it, and it's very unfair, but I think... What is interesting to me now as I've sort of grown up over the last eight years in this media world with people having a minor interest in my life through the show is that the conversations and the messages people send me have shifted in terms of their focus. So now Mm. I get a lot of messages from people who think they're maybe saying a kind thing. I don't know why they would think this would be good. But if I'm ever photographed or like post about my friend's children or I'm ever... At friends' engagements or weddings or anything like that, I always get the kids one particularly that I find quite toxic. Oh, poor you! Oh, fuck off! It'll happen to you soon. Oh, you'll meet the right one soon. That's the worst. Oh, maybe you know in the next few years you might become a mom. And and I I know people are maybe trying to come at it from a kind place, but I just. I'm like this is this is not helpful and it's none of your business. No, you have no idea what's going on yeah. with a woman's personal life, no. or maybe I can't have children, or exactly. maybe there are, are things going on there. You know, and, and that, I don't know that yet. But yeah. maybe I don't want to be a mum. Yeah, exactly, I do. And if it happens, that would be lovely. But I just think In you're fact- right. At our age, there is a judgment that society puts on women and a pressure. That to, to be a parent, I hope and she have changed. Change. Yeah, and yeah, also, exactly. Nobody would say that to a thirty-six-year-old man. Never. They'd never be like, he's, in a million years. He's he's not even old enough to look after himself. I don't exactly. know, that's what people would say. Exactly. Like he okay, okay, just hasn't settled yet. Yeah. And they'd say that to a man in their forties. Whereas if you're single in your thirties as a woman she can't hold down a man. Like, isn't that? Or mm-hmm. like, oh, she's on my damaged goods or there's something yeah, going something, on there. Something Why not right there. Maybe something she's not right fucking there. on too. Maybe yeah, every film exactly. has been a ball ex- bag so ex- far. <laughs> like I, oh my God, it's the worst. It drives me Because I even yeah. remember like, we spent years <clears throat> trying to have a baby. Like it was a long and difficult process for us yeah. to get pregnant at all both times and you know, the amount of like stuff that people would say to me because I had stepsons. I've actually never said this in the podcast before but because I had stepsons, okay, so many people would be to me knowing that we were going through IVF yeah. people would be like but if it doesn't happen it's fine because you forget your stepsons." and i be like that is so rude it's so insensitive that's well. that's yeah. that I wanted to do, I wanted to be, be a mum of on yeah. my own accord' yeah. it's like to to suggest that that for me will be fulfilled through somebody else's children they have their own mum who has their you know who yeah, they have that already that's so rude yeah or even do you know like as soon as you get married? have yeah absolutely I just I think it's off. it's a really really insensitive pressure and and, and people don't talk about it often no, enough no no I mean I didn't I didn't imagine that I would be single in at 36 years old but I am here and I think now genuinely like I said before like I I'm okay on my own yeah. and I would love to meet the right person and I would love to have a family but I think you have to be able to kind of be okay by yourself. Yeah. And it's taken a long time for that to come. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen in my future. And I do think the best time, if, if 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 you were to settle down, I don't mean you specifically, I mean in general. Yeah. If a person's to settle down, the best time to do is when you're like, you know yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Because cause you change so much. So much. And so that's much. why relationships don't work. Because yeah. when eight years ago, as you were saying, you were a different person. So yeah. whoever you were like, going out with then, you aren't the same people now. Yeah. Like, Sean and I are completely different people from when we first met. We barely speak now. <laughs> 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 Nothing left to talk oh, about. Oh, stop it. You guys have been able to grow together and I think that's that's impressive in itself. Yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. Like, you have to, like... If, if if we weren't right for each other, we would you would have to split up yeah. because you're not the same person eight years later. We'll not be the same people in 10 years' time again. Yeah. Like, since becoming a parent as well, I'm a completely different person altogether. I have zero crack in me. <laughs> oh, that's not true. <laughs> like, anybody watches this news, that's not true. Do you know, you're just like, you, you change and, and you do feel like people are... You know, there's such a pressure on you to be like, right, what what have you achieved by this age? And have you done yeah. the the things? Do it's you know really I mean? toxic. And I think to suggest or society sometimes gives the impression that at a certain age, women in their 30s are not, you're not complete until you've had a family or you're settled down. And that's just not, yeah. not reality anymore. And it's so wild because I always think about how we look. Like I saw a thing the other day online and it was like, Forty-four year old Colin Farrell is like a silver fox yeah. with his like hair and he looked class and all and he's got looking at him aging like a fine wine. And then it was like some French princess or I don't know, queen, I don't know, and she's like a this cool streak of silver hair, and they were like, Oh, she's letting herself go, she yes. should be dying that bit of silver hair. And you're like, these were printed in the same week, both by the Daily Mail, and you're all, Are you having a shit? It's funny. that's wild. <laughs> Like that's how? That's way of putting it. <laughs> but you're right, and it's, and I think that's we just have to gradually try and change that. And I think if I I'm quite private about my life now. I learned yeah. I learned that lesson. Right. That I don't really share an awful lot. About like about my relationships like, no, and stuff no, 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 yeah. not anymore. Not anymore because I got such. Don't a let ba- the bastards get the following when I did. Before. <laughs> I definitely did in the past and it came back to bite me when it didn't work out and it just makes things more... Painful because you feel like you have to explain yourself. Yeah, and people are um, yeah. Whereas now, as I've got older, I definitely I keep a lot more to myself, and I'm much happier that way, having that private balance. <clears yeah, <clears <throat> so I think sometimes on the show, like we have to, we have to create twenty hours of content a week, and we try and be as open with the listeners as possible, and that's why it works because people feel like they know us. But there's a lot we don't talk about, and yeah. a lot we don't share. Yeah, that we go through privately on our own. You know, the three of us off air. Um, and I think that has been a change for me when I felt like in order to be interesting or to be relatable I had to share everything and now and that's something with people starting online like younger younger girls in particular starting TikTok careers and all the way they feel like they have to share every single thing about their lives sometimes I want to just be like please just don't if you don't keep, something, to, for keep something for yourself, keep something for yourself because I think that's so important. And the older you get, that's something we all have to learn, I guess. But. Because then it becomes <clears> free reign. <throat> and I've talked about this a few times on this podcast. A local website that likes to it's oh, like, don't yeah. I know. yeah, And I have I've mentioned it a few times. It's so funny because then when I mention it, I go back and look at it, and someone goes. I want to hear because I heard about it on James' podcast. So and we just don't we don't give it our time. We I know, don't. We don't. I know. And I've even, I've even just got them another subscriber okay. right now. Stop it! Someone's gonna no, go. Stop it! Don't. But it's like I refuse. Oh, but that's what I mean because those are the things anxiety. I read and I'd be like because there's there's lots of, which places online that just uh, that just to suggest that if you work in media that you're free reign that they can say whatever shit they want about you and yeah. that it's like oh but that's okay because you're sharing stuff and it's like no but you can't you also have to be a human that's it at and the same I time I think it's, it is a by, an unfortunate byproduct of yeah. the job but it doesn't give people an excuse and it's mostly women yeah I'll be honest which is disappointing it's mostly women who troll like that yeah and I think it's a sad reflection on them as individuals and where they're at like that's them stuff
1: my most, problem.
0: my most fun troller that I ha it's not even a troller. This person comments under every single video I put online and it's my favourite thing in the whole world and along may it continue until the day we both die. And they do you love them? Do you have this weird? I have never gotten back person? to them, but I'm just like, there you are. Everything of- <laughs> nobody do you know what they say. Oh, and it's the exact same language every time. Oh I mean like English, but like obviously like the way the way the words are spelt, goes, Oh, hold on, you're the girl from the lead lads every post. Oh, and that's what they're saying. I love it. And I'd be like, that's hilarious. That's so shit. <laughs> it is the most Your lead lad <laughs> trolling. And they're, they're, But is that trolling to them? Because I don't It's not bad. trolling. It's just like, the most shit communication <laughs> yeah I mean it's not great just pointing out something you already know it's so funny yeah. I'd be like but why? and I would love to go and investigate who, like they just commented on other ones going oh hold on you're the girl that does the breakfast show like just every single time the exact same sentence and I'd be like I don't know what you're trying to achieve I mean and that's a them thing that's a them problem yeah. if they want to spend their energy in that way imagine um, I just had it right back one day going yeah yeah that's me and they were like cool just making sure <laughs> never please do <laughs> oh my gosh please do that that would be brilliant and that was the end I of I think there's obviously true links never nice regardless stuff like that I don't mind yeah it's um, just silly. but I think I think we have an opportunity as females in that space to create this is getting quite serious but to get um, to create a really like a positive space where people can yeah. can exist and it's like a more um inspiring space rather than somewhere to just tear each other down and yeah. like I've said so many times if you don't want to follow me and you don't want to listen to the show no one's forcing you to and that's absolutely fine yeah. I would rather I would rather that because I just have no capacity or energy anymore to give to people who are going to be negative it just I think it needs to be pleased to bit be better too because like obviously we we all probably spent more time looking at stuff online than we do looking at people in real life absolutely and it's therefore so it should be how comes you, you can't say to someone's face mm. hold on you're the girl from the new lab <laughs> <laughs> why can't you say it online do you know what I mean like, like yeah. you can't say those things to someone's face without being abusive yeah but you can say things online and they're not considered it's a very grey area but it shouldn't be grey I, oh no it shouldn't and I think my thing is my message to most people if they're going to say or think anything nasty I have said and thought them about myself more Same. times than you have yeah. so join the queue because I'll be at the front saying the negative things about myself all the time and I have tried to learn to get that yeah. voice out of my head so it's not the prominent voice in my own mind so out of Pete and Pal, who would you get rid of? <laughs> People ask me this all the time. Do they? Altman, oh, well, maybe not quite. How cheeky! A phrase like that, <laughs> maybe like, "Who do you like best? Who's your favorite?" And it varies from day to day. Oh, does it? <laughs> Who's your favorite today? No, I, well, Paula wasn't there. Okay, so I'll automatically. Go with it on. But no, look, I'm very close to the two of them. They are very different, but they are like, they they both I love them and they drive me mad in equal measure. And they would say the same about me. Yeah, um, I love them both. We would do anything for each other, but we're also brutally honest. Yeah and yeah, I yeah. think that's the kind of friendship but I have. You just have gotten to do some like unbelievable things together. Yeah, we're so lucky. We're so lucky. And we look back now Where and laugh. Where did you just was That was not fun. That was one of the days I wasn't enjoying Palo. Okay. He suggested that we paddleboard from Scotland to um, Northern Ireland. Oh, so- that was his suggestion? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'd been on a paddleboard three times in my life. Mm-hmm. And then we did this. It was for Cash for Kids, our charity. So obviously an amazing yeah. cause. And the support we got was incredible. Yeah. But it was painful. Like, I will never forget. How long when- did it take? Oh, like nine or ten hours. It was whenever we were, uh, the whales appeared. That was my favourite moment of the day when the whales appeared and Paolo was out in the sea and I was going out next. And these two big massive whales just jumped up. And then he was like, right, your turn. Why did somebody have to be in the sea? Because we were on a pa- we were on a paddleboard. But why can't you just be on the paddleboard? Well, we were on the board on the sea, but you're out, right, like you're out right on oh, your aye. own in the middle of the open sea. So that was great. And then there was um, another moment where I was out on my own, and it was quite early stages, so I was kind of just getting used to it. And the water was really choppy, and there was this big massive tanker, just like. Sailing over the path of where we had to go. Surely that makes the water crazy. Exactly. Aye. And the boys in the boat were what I didn't know were like, We need to get her in, we need to get her in. This the, the waves, the the splash from this is gonna be take wild. We need to take her out now. And I was shouting, Is the boat gonna, gonna knock me over? And they're like, No, it's going to Sweden. And I was like, Okay <laughs> And in reality they were absolutely we're themselves. <laughs> We need to get her back in or else she's going to be knocked off the paddle. And it was fine in the end. But, I mean, look, they're great stories to tell. Yeah, Experiences. I never would have done things like that ever by choice in my own life. No, yeah. So, yeah. And the same as going to the Euros, going to France to follow the Northern Ireland team for a month of football. Not my bag. No. But incredible memories. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Like Because you get to do such different things and they build your relationship which makes it then nicer oh, on yeah. air. Yeah, and it, it I mean, look, we're very honest and real. Like, it's not roses all the time. Like, yeah, it yeah, isn't, yeah. of course. On a trip like that where you're spending three and a half weeks living, travelling, working together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, there was one time McDonald's, Paulo like, refused to sit with us. He just went over and sat by himself on the other side of the outdoor seating area. Ate a salad on but, his own. But, because who, he was so sick of us. I know, I know. Who orders a salad at McDonald's? Paulo Rusk. Need to get him in and grill him on that. That is, that feels like the most palo thing I've ever the heard. The most palo thing ever. Mm-hmm. Is he getting like a? It only has a chicken salad, is not it? That's all they offer. Is I that one chicken eat, salad? And he's veggie, so I don't even know what he is. Oh, he's just eating spinach. He's a and a bit of onion. He makes me laugh. That's hilarious. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just. Um, do, so what is your remember when moment from pop culture history? So my remember when moment is. Do you remember when? rihanna umbrella came out yes and everyone got their hair cut like rihanna the the the, the bob that, that went sh- down yeah so everyone including me yeah and um i got my extensions like yesterday in a four hour experience so i have like i feel like i have no hair as it is but it was even shorter at the time also to make it worse i had a fringe like a full fringe <laughs> so I had a full fringe <laughs> And the short. A wee helmet. Like a wee helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. And I thought I was so cool. And it was short to long. And we used to go to Thompson's and I had my Rihanna haircut and I was dancing to Umbrella. And I thought I was so cool. Yeah. My fringe, when I got too warm, would like cow's lick curl out the end. So what I used to do is I used to bring a face cloth in my handbag and, and this is so embarrassing and at like moments where I was getting too sweaty I used to like turn around and get my face cloth like, on the dance like, floor on the dance floor <laughs> in the corner of the dance floor like dab my you friend with my now. face you couldn't dab my friends <laughs> with my face cloth and put it back in my bag so do you did you ever have a haircut like that oh my god I had ugh, right I never got the Rihanna one at the time my hair was very blonde at the time and like died off its head and oh. therefore if I'd have got like my hair was like nipping and falling apart, and like you was. I, 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 did you use sunning? Sun in? Sunning? Sun in. No, it's no. Did you never use sunning to make you blonde? No, did I just use bleach. <laughs> oh, perfect! <It's> great. <laughs> yeah. Your hair looks in great just condition. I'd be fair. You oh, fully recovered. This is new hair from what I had then. <laughs> it, it grew out, fell out, got more hair. Um, but I, my, my mom did the Rihanna though. She had a full. Did an, she? But while she was peroxide blonde, and hers oh. actually did look like a helmet. Like, a, it was like a blonde helmet. It was like, do you know when you have, like, those wee Lego men? And then you can, like, a, <laughs> yes. click a helmet on their head. Mine was the same. That was right. Mine design. was the same. Awful. It was, <laughs> it was probably covered. still, like, quite similar. Um, I think the worst haircut I had was the first time I got layers. Oh, do you remember layers? Did you get the Jennifer Aniston? I, I had the Jennifer Aniston for my confirmation. Oh, amazing. No, I looked, like, f- neck up, 45. <laughs> neck down, <laughs> 9. <laughs> I was wearing double denim, fringed. <laughs> of course. With, do you remember Groovy Chick? Yeah, I loved Groovy and Chick. And a Groovy Chick t shirt. Bang on the door. Yes! Yes! Oh my, my god! Favorite. Bang I had favourite the pencil case and the Filofax to match. I, I'm i going on a million tangents here. Buzzed off stationery. So Me too! Much. Buzzed off stationery. I would have loved to have worked in the post office. Thing. Me too. Fuck, I loved it. I'm just it. devastated Paper Chase's no more. I used oh my to. god, I just I go in and, in, in and buy gel pens. buy gel pens. And like all the little notebooks that I never use. You it's know so funny. Back then in class, we used to like swap gel pens. That's how we like, yes, that was our hobby. You'd so open we. up your pencil case and we'd all go, I'll have your pink for my gold and we'd swap gel pens. They're doing that now with vapes. <laughs> That's what they do in school now. Youth of today. I'll give you my Tropicana coconut <laughs> and if you give me your We were so mint. innocent. I know. But I'm glad we were like that. I don't want to like age too prematurely. no, that's the thing. Because obviously we went through that phase. You ever see those photographs of like our age whenever we were teenagers? Oh, and it's like the blue eye shadow, Hedeous. no eyebrows, and the two little stringy bits down yeah. here. And then you look at them now, and they all look, look like, like Rihanna. Jenner. Yeah, Glad yeah, like, they do. That's not fair. It's just not because because where do you go from there? Yeah, where do you go when you look like that at eighteen? Yes, At least Pe- we'd pick in your thirties <laughs> like us. <laughs> <laughs> obviously I, I've <laughs> said this before by 100% mid-twenties not if I did man I don't mind <laughs> I'm coming I'm coming back for myself post baby here listen <laughs> you can rock it and um, yes so my haircut first time I got layers I went to my granny's hairdresser who worked out of her living room nice. and all she had done to this st- at this stage was put curlers in old women's hair and put them underneath one of those wee heaters to give them a wee a set. A like, we set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? like, yeah. set the hair yeah. each week. Yeah. And I was like, well, that sounds like the woman for my layers. Oh, <laughs> no. So I went to her house and I was like, can I get layers? And I must have been 12, 13. And she didn't know what layers were. Oh, dear. And I was like, well. And I explained them to her like, you know whenever you have like one length of hair and then there's like other lengths of hair and they're just all like chopped in. like your hair isn't all one length. It's like different lengths. She cut my hair. Blonde at the bottom. She went up an inch got it blunt again. I went up an inch and got a blunt again. It looked like a wig. It had three <laughs> blunt layers. What did you do? You left the place and lived with it. Did you live with it? Did you just tie it back? But you know when you're in a hairdresser and you're all that's great, so beautiful. I can't believe how well this is. <laughs> Thank you so much. not going to get slagged in school. I swear. <laughs> oh my God. And I went to I, I had that hair and obviously my mum had paid hairdressers and we just didn't have the money for me to like go get it fixed. Yeah so did you, what did you do? You just tie it it half went half it half went down. back and and I and I think it just your hair grows unevenly anyway, so it naturally fixed oh itself. No. Like my mum might have got scissors did every now and then and just started chopping bits off. It was a real learning curve. You would have been well, we would have been some pair. Like we, me with my yeah. Rihanna fringe job and then you with your I got a full Irish dancing pair on too when I did was in Yeah. Oh i have done all the stuff. <laughs> I am. Um, I remember the summer. I was like I timed my perm for like a couple of days before we went back to school so it'd be like a fresh perm like I could show everyone now bear in mind at this time people weren't getting perms that wasn't cool it wasn't in yeah I just thought hey I'll start a trend <laughs> in Derry <laughs> <laughs> got a perm done Went into school. Now, we also lived like 40 minutes drive away from school. My mum dropped me off, drove back home. No mobile phones at the stage, that's not a thing. And I went in and I was like all biz with my perm. I had this tartan hairband on as well. Nice. Wise up. How did I not kiss the boy by then? I don't know. I don't understand. You <laughs> <I> sound gorgeous. <laughs> and I went up to reception and was like, what class should I go to? Because like what classroom is my form room? And she was like, are you first year? And I was like, no, second year, look at my perm. <laughs> so grown up. And then she was like, you are back till next week? So I had to sit in this reception area. It was, a real, it was a real anti-climax from how thought I was going in with the perm to like majorly influence. Yeah. And then I had to wait for, an, for like an hour and a half for my mum to drive home, get a phone call and drive back okay. and get me. So by the time she got back my hair was straight. <laughs> no, oh, was no. Did you influence the receptionist you had a perm? No, 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 no. I influenced her to leave and get a new job. <laughs> oh no, that's so disappointing. But I have had my fair share of shit hairstyles like my first ever modeling job i did this my first and one of the only jobs i did was when i was like 16 and i did a hair show Mm -hmm. so i thought i was going to be cindy crawford yeah so i went to london with the hair people they put me in a corset and a tutu and a pair of suspenders which my mother was not happy about and they cut my hair i had like long hair and they cut it so that the top half was like a proper like a bowl shape which they then back kind of to make it all like curly and stick out so like Aye. a bowl and then they left these two big long bits like a mullet almost and then they dyed it the bottom half of it red and the top half was black and I did this hair show thinking this is the start of my modelling career and I got on the plane on the way home and I took a look at myself in the airport when I'd taken all the like horrendous makeup off and I cried the whole way back to Belfast and then I had to live, I had to go into school with, with my hair, hair. like that. Yeah, yeah, like a full on mullet. It was horrendous and they had to just chop the long bits off so then I just mm. had this, it looked like a mushroom. Yeah. Did you know the exact same thing happened to me? Did it? My very first modelling job. Huh? Only mine was a hair show? Was a hair show in Italy oh wow so I this stage was like I 100% am going to be the new Cindy Crawford I'm going to Italy you're going to Italy that was a big deal two other girls who I looked at and was like oh my god they're actual models (laughs) went over to Italy and they did the same thing to me my hair was Cut all sorts of shapes and sizes. Everything was everywhere. There was no, there's no rhyme nor reason. Yeah, it was like somebody just went. Do you know what I'll do? Close my eyes and hold ten pairs of scissors and see what happens. This will be trendy. Uh, yeah, and then I like, had patches of no. blue, of red, oh, of no. green, what? and then it was all cut up. And it was shaved up the back. Shaved up the back. It was crazy. No, that's the worst. And, Never again. And then it's like I was at uni at the time, so you come back and then you, you do have to live with it for like a while. I thought I might be like, it's so crazy that someone's people ask me about it. And I'd be like, oh, I was just off in so Italy with doing a model, big, 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 big modeling job paid 150 for um, <laughs> I didn't even get paid for oh did you not <laughs> but the things you do at that I age I know we the were things like, this you will, do that's how badly I wanted to be in the fashion me. industry like, yeah. this is going to make my career like, first option model sign me up And that's where I went my was my first job see there you go you but, actually did make it my, no no <laughs> <laughs> and here we are and here we are no didn't know. that was a very short lived career just kept booking hair shit and I was like I must have fantastic hair because they just keep getting like hair shows they just keep cutting it and all and Jill you know I think they've I think their skill of thought was listen she's not going to be around for long just like cut her hair all mad chips and sizes so and it doesn't matter no one will care so mean at least she got signed That's well the main thing yeah with my shit hair <laughs> Um, listen, thank you so much for coming pleasure. and joining me today. Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? Anything that's upcoming? I know you've got your, obviously, you're on KFM every yeah. morning. Yeah.
1: Do you on the six radio, till
0: ten? Just the radio show. Six to ten, five days a week, Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Is this my camera? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you would like to Probably. tune in, we would We don't turn it. that one on. <laughs> Am I just looking at this and the like, hello? There's actually nothing <laughs> yeah. behind it. But yeah, yeah the radio show with the minute and then... And you, you, you still work as a personal stylist? Too, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm still I'm still styling, and yeah, so hopefully there'll be some shows coming up potentially in the summertime. But stay tuned to my Instagram for all that. Yeah. That was if, the worst if you style need ever. If you need my head and my hair for that, I will use you. Would you like yeah. to just open the show? Just if we just shave this side, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I could, no, put me on the poster. Shave my head That's over here, like the little mullet at the back. Yeah, I'm, in homage to the start of our modelling careers. <laughs> like who's this middle aged woman we're not middle aged <laughs> middle-aged we're, we're not we're not we're not but thank you so much for having thank me thank you for laugh. coming on it's been an absolute pleasure Um, and thank you very much for listening and watching at home or wherever you are I'm not I'm not telling anybody watching listen to this be where you want to be <laughs>